0: It's what
1: we do, baby. This is Race Wars. Race
0: Wars. I have the power. Yeah. Man. How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. bitch, bitch, bitch. Race Wars. Boom, well, Race Wars back in the building. Only about two weeks away from voting for president. Uh, I'm going to do it, like, tomorrow anyway, so. But I hope everybody's out there voting. Everybody's guys You guys, vote?
1: You, you guys be- vote? Mary, Kate?
2: Yeah, of course.
0: You voted. Is everybody voting? Good.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot going on right now. we got the next uh, debate coming up in a few days. The debate. This time they'll have uh, the mute button, so Trump can't talk over Biden, except for when he talks when his mic is already off. That's going to be great.
1: That's going to be great. great.
0: Uh, it's going to be so good. Uh, let's introduce our <laughs> guests first today. Kate, you go first.
2: Hi, I'm Kate. <laughs> last name? Herman. What do you do? I'm a comic.
0: And Mary?
3: I am Curvy Mary. I am the uh, B-door. My my, uh, OnlyFans is CurvyMary.com and my Twitter and Instagram are at CurvyMary8.
0: Okay, welcome Curvy Mary. This is your first time on the show, correct?
3: Yes, first it is. Time? Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes. yes. Where Where you from originally?
3: Yeah, first time on this show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> where are you um, from? I'm
3: from Denver, Colorado, but now I'm in the LA area.
0: Okay, where whereabouts? Can you in not LA? hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Whereabouts in LA? Uh, I'm in Long
3: Beach. Long Beach. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, Long like Long Beach. Yeah. That's yeah. snoop. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's from uh, Long Beach.
3: That's right. Yeah, I just started following him on Instagram, too. I mean, I didn't realize that he was from Long Beach until that.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and, and you grew up in Denver, huh? Yes. Now you went to um, high school?
3: I have spent, you know, the first 35 years of my life in Colorado, and then now I'm out here in L.A., and it's been a wild ride.
0: <laughs> it's definitely a, a different uh, different atmosphere, different uh, temperament to each, each place. It is.
3: Yeah, and it's beautiful and and the people are great and, and I love like all the cool stuff to do, the beach, the food, everything's wonderful here.
0: Have you been back to Denver since all the quarantine's been going down?
3: Um, I have been here for just shy of three months. Um, and I, I just left, I I literally left to go uh, shoot here in LA and I never went back. It's a a whole long fun story we can go into later. (laughs) What happened? Wait, let's
1: get into it. What happened? How'd you end up in LA never to go back?
3: (laughs) So, um, I started doing OnlyFans in June, um, as a result of um, COVID and, you know, it cutting into my income. Um, I was in a commissioned job. You know, I spent nearly 15 years doing corporate stuff. Um, you know, oh. I went to business school and all that. <laughs> so um, I had the white picket fence life with the house, the husband, the dogs, all that. And um, yeah. And, and you dropped COVID. it all?
0: You dumped it all, in June? you dumped it all to get to LA? You, the husband and the dog got left?
3: <laughs> yeah, the husband got left. Hopefully the dogs I get one or two of them back.
0: he <laughs> <laughs> gave up those dogs, goddamn it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you left the husband, moved, moved out there for a job, uh, stayed out there doing. What did you decide to just stay out there?
3: Um well, I I came out here to shoot and um and he uh decided to out me to my parents. No.
0: Sex- oh. Um,
3: Maliciously, so I decided the relationship was over <laughs> and um, I uh, came here to, and I was staying with this other porn star named Kendra Lee Ryan, um, renting a room out by the day, and now I just live with her, so
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's,
3: it's been crazy. Like, I, I didn't think I would be staying this long, but I'm here indefinitely now.
1: <laughs> so wait, Mary, how did you, so you didn't start in porn, you started on OnlyFans, and then yes. you transitioned to shooting. So how did that work? Was that your idea? Was that
0: his fear? Right. Was that the husband's fear in the first place? Was he fearful of you going out there to do OnlyFans and it might turn into a porn thing?
3: Um, Well, well, I started OnlyFans in June, and then I started getting attention from producers pretty quickly and making connections with people in the industry. And um, I went out to Vegas to shoot for the first time in August, Um, and I was shooting about two scenes a day for a whole week. So, um, I got a lot of content under my belt that first trip. And then, um, you know, I was home for a couple of weeks and then I was coming out here to LA and, um, you know, I've, I've gotten probably somewhere around 20 hardcore scenes under my belt now.
0: So um, was which, that your husband's fear? Was your husband down with it? Or was that this when <laughs> he was there and he was like, that's it was- what I was against
3: yeah, he was okay with it at first. Yeah. Um, and then when I actually started shooting he freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. The reality of it didn't hit him well. <laughs> yeah,
0: when you started, Go ahead, Kate.
2: When you started doing like your OnlyFans stuff, like it was for COVID, but like before that, like what like were you just like always down to like do like things in front of the camera? Um
3: Um, well, I mean, I, I've always thought doing porn looked like a fun thing and I just never thought it was feasible. Like I never thought that, you know, know, there was a market for me. I thought I wasn't pretty Mm -hmm. enough or photogenic or thin enough or fat enough in the case of the category I'm in. Um, but you know, OnlyFans showed me that there's a market for me. Um, and there was, you know, attention and demand. And I really learned that, you know, there's fans for everybody, um, for every one guy that doesn't like something, there's 10 more who will pay to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's yeah. true. When well, you teach these young girls, sign these young girls don't want to make no money.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of hard work and some luck. Like, I, I can't lie. I think I've gotten lucky, but, you know, it, it's not for everybody. It's not necessarily easy and it can have repercussions um, that if you aren't prepared for can seriously affect your life life but you know if you're one of the lucky few and you know you really work hard at it you really make it a priority and you do the right things like you can make money doing it but you know it's not for everybody it's not all roses and you know doing porn isn't you know the easiest job in the world either it's not just people throw money at you when you take your top off (laughs)
0: right so this husband thought this would deter you going to your parents would deter you from doing it but it it only does fuel you
3: yeah, and and you know I came out to my parents after that, and you know you know my dad said you know what I, I love you and I'll support you either way. Um, he'd rather I didn't do it, but you know he was okay with it, and um, and and it's like I I did drastically change my life, but you know it's it's really been a good welcome change Mm -hmm. um i feel like i'm rediscovering parts of myself that i had previously repressed um Mm -hmm. and including on you know on my husband's behalf basically like he wasn't comfortable
0: with a lot of aspects of my sexuality like what don't don't don't, don't just gloss over that now what we talking about he like something (laughs) he like you putting things in his butt so what (laughs) grow
1: up no grow up and take it (laughs) (laughs) yes being an adult yeah what did he have a problem with the money or your happiness
3: <laughs> he had he had an issue with um me not being under his thumb i think
1: uh, yes. yeah. uh, the old thumb. yeah everyone likes you to be under it
3: that's
0: right I've never heard a know, penis call <laughs> <laughs> a thumb before but okay. well grow up <laughs> So he, so he was upset about it. So now y'all divorced, y'all separated. What's the story with that? Have you spoken yeah, to
3: him? Um, yeah, I, I filed. So, you know, I'm in the process of the divorce now. Um, you know, like, you know, things weren't great you know, before I even started OnlyFans anyway, like, you know, our relationship had a lot of problems, but, you know, him deciding to out me to my parents was a deal breaker, Mm. unfortunately, but you know what, like, I'm out here having the time of my life, it's just the greatest adventure I've ever had, and yeah, my life is chaotic right now, but, you know, it's fun, and maybe someday I'll write a a fun memoir or something.
2: You're like one (laughs) of the few people where 2020 is your year. That's true.
3: (laughs) That is very true. I mean, you know, there's there's songs about, you know, low key. Uh, I don't know if you can say the F word on here, 2020. Of course. It's um, kind of yeah, true. You can actually um, do it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you know, like, I think it's brought about a lot of changes for a lot of people. And yeah, it feels like the entire world has gone mad. But, you know, everybody's getting creative and, you know, learning things about themselves that they didn't know before or about, you know, people that they've been quarantining with. Mm -hmm. It's it's been a crazy year, for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. If you got to get locked in a a house with your mate or your spouse and you're used to being out the house, going to work, going to different activities, and not putting all that time in together, you really find out who you're with and you go like that. I don't think I want to be with this person too much longer.
3: Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I learned that, you know, he... He has a, a lot of, uh, deal breakers for me, unfortunately, so.
0: Is have he you an anti-masker? He sounds like an anti-masker.
3: <laughs> 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 he's actually a big masker. Um, okay. yeah, he's, he, he just, uh, wasn't treating me right, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> so have you been oh, meeting okay. people out there? Have you met anybody that you're into? Are you dating in this new life? Yeah, um,
3: I have been dating. Wait, hold um, wait. first of
0: all, are you shooting scenes with women or men? Both. Yeah. Okay. Now, who uh,
3: have
0: you uh, repeated scenes with somebody yet?
3: Um. Yes, I have one guy. Um, I shot with the same guy twice when I was in Vegas that first trip.
0: Um, Uh, when you shoot with somebody um, twice in porn, that's a second anniversary. I don't know if you know that.
3: Yeah, do I get a penis
1: cake for the anniversary or something in the <laughs> bakery? I will say. I'll, I'll say. <laughs> is it like kinky stuff or is it like regular scenes? Do you have like a niche like that or is the niche like I'm curvy Mary? The
3: the niche is is as I'm curvy Mary, like, you know, um, you know, I'm 35. I learned after I turned 30 that um the most like genuine and real like version of myself is the most attractive to people, both on a relationship level and on a friendship level. Like when I'm just genuinely me, like people gravitate toward me a lot more. Um, you know, people are friendlier. I'm happier. Um, my relationships are more genuine, you know, there's more openness and honesty with everybody. And that obviously benefits everyone. Um, but it's, it's just a, it's a, Crazy thing, definitely. Definitely, and, you getting, um, so you're but,
0: happier now that you're getting off. I'm sure you're getting off more. Oh, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. In I've the actually <laughs> even
3: gotten off on camera, I didn't know that that was gonna happen,
0: so
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Ah. But porn
3: sex is completely different from like regular sex, um, because yeah. when you're having porn sex, it's what looks good, right. Not necessarily yeah, um, what feels good, good. Right. so um. I have had sex with, um, some co-stars, um, after the, uh, the shooting ended.
0: Here we go. There she is. (laughs) Here we go, bitch. Stop holding out. Get into it.
3: (laughs) Yes. Um, and, uh, I mean, I have to say on average sex workers, really good. (laughs) You know, they're just sexual people. They, they, um, you know, they know what feels good and they're very sensual and 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 it's like you know shooting a scene with somebody is kind of like a preview of what's to come like if you were to really have sex with them right um, in private and it's like a know, trail it's like, okay i know what you're working with now and then and then you have sex with them in private and it's like oh okay yeah, yeah. I now i the, was one, I of, get people,
0: one of the people that you had sex with off camera was the guy you shot a couple of scenes with yes I actually. knew it. He went to
3: him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Actually, work? one of them. Um, he he and I, you know, we we uh, been spending some time together. Like I go stay with him a few days at a time, um, and uh, I actually blew him on the radio the other day in <laughs> songs with his dick in my mouth.
0: <laughs> ah, okay. Now, what kind of songs he talking? Sorry. What songs do you have that He have to. You have to sing. What it's thinking um, about? Um.
3: Well, they 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 started off with asking me to hum the national anthem. And okay. that one was easy. And then they wanted me to do Patriotic. Saints Go Marching In." And then I had to come up with one, and I did. This is Halloween from um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Because <laughs> very seasonally appropriate. <laughs> and then I started humming Christmas carols because I was trying to think of things that you don't have rights.
1: <laughs> so... Um...
3: Yeah, so they want me to come back for their Christmas special to hum Christmas carols with a dick in my mouth on uh, December twenty
0: third. Congratulations! I don't know what that husband was worried about.
3: <laughs> hey, I was I was a very good girl. Like I did not stray at all. It was four years of perfect church style monogamy. I yeah. managed to do it, and then and then porn happened.
0: That so. <laughs> <laughs> porn happens sometimes. I mean, yes. Ivanka, Ivanka Trump said to find something new, and I said, you damn sure did that.
1: There you go. That's what?
3: true. Yeah, like, and, and, you know, if you, you know, for the people out there who've ever considered getting into porn, you know, if you realize that it's really like a combination of several side hustles that add up to a full-time job, like, you know, you have to have that attitude, otherwise you're going to be shocked, because especially when you're new, um, the, the the pay rate um, is pretty low, yeah. Um, so if you're not established, people aren't going to pay as much or even at all to shoot you. Like, you know, a lot of the time, you, you know, the way to get started is to just start shooting scenes with people and posting them on, you know, your online, you know, platform for sale or OnlyFans or something like that. Um, it's it's a lot, it's a lot more work and a lot more hustle than you would expect. And and really honestly, the the crux of the job is promoting yourself. It's not looking yeah. pretty or having sex on camera. It's working it and getting yourself out there and making the connections and talking to people and knowing how and when and what to post and, you know, just kind of learning the social media intricacies.
0: Yeah, it's a whole hustle. It's a fucking hustle because you got to be, you know, social media savvy in these days and you got to kind of be your own publicist no matter what you're doing.
3: Yeah, you do. I mean, I have a publicist now, but um, I'm still always looking for opportunities for people to shoot with or stuff like that. And, and you know, and I'm and I'm looking for other things to do for appearances. And and you know, and I've really been enjoying doing all of these media appearances. And I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe that could work into my end game someday. Because I think you know, when you go into porn, you need to realize it's not forever, and you need to think about your end game. And so right. I'm always trying to think of what's my next opportunity. And that's, that's the business school grad in me too.
0: Yeah. My, I was in porn. My end game was I put firecrackers in my butt and around my um, penis.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually know a guy who stuck a Roman candle in his pants uh, on 4th of July and uh, he burned his dick pretty bad.
0: <laughs> what the? it had to be a white dude. White dudes love punters
3: to It wasn't a white
0: dude. <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> I would never do that to my beautiful black cock.
3: <laughs> well, he did. <laughs> <laughs> but so he's 21. You know, so you what? do stupid things when you're 21.
1: Oh, you're an idiot yeah. at 21. Yeah. Uh, have you spoken to your family since then? Are they, like, cool? Or are they kind of mad at you?
3: Um... Yeah, I mean, I've talked to my dad and everything's okay. I mean, my mom was still residually mad at me after my soon-to-be ex-husband got his vasectomy. So, I mean, things were already tense between my Wait, mother what? and I. Wait, what happened?
0: Um, he didn't
3: want she kids? was mad that he got a vasectomy because to her oh. it was tantamount to saying that she's not getting grandchildren, but she seems to forget that I have a brother who still might have kids someday.
0: Right. Why what you about you? About man had a vasectomy just say he got he was in a boating accident
3: what, got a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I don't i don't really want kids i mean i think mm-hmm. that's you know a valid choice for anybody um and yeah. i just mm-hmm. didn't want to do it and i still don't but i know, don't want anybody who wants to have kids more power to them
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah kids what you say Kate?
3: I said birth control
2: is my best friend <laughs> yeah
0: you love some birth control to keep those kids out of there huh Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I love my IUD. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know back when you were in uh, Colorado, uh, not in porn, you were a responsible voter, Mary. Yes. Now, voting is coming up. Actually, uh,
3: I'm even having my ballot mailed to me so I can still vote.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. about. Your family family smells like their Trump family. It sounds like there's some Trumpy going on over there.
3: No, um, I mean, they're, they're pretty waspy, but um, they're actually uh, more liberal leaning, which is good. My well, dad actually watches <laughs> Fox News only to piss himself off and get fired up sometimes. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, that's why I do Fox News.
3: Oh, okay. So you're, you're trying to be the devil's advocate there.
0: You have to be. You got to go where the fight is. That's why I tell everybody who questioned me on Fox News, I was like, i go where the battle is. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to go to MSNBC where everybody's just high-fiving you every time you go through there. <laughs> <laughs> it I depends. Want some pushback. I think
3: MSNBC is pretty centrist, though, too.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I need some pushback in it. So you already get your your ballot mailed to you. You're voting. Yes. Are you excited about this? It's supposed poll, to be coming no? in the
3: mail today, even. My best friend texted me and said that it should be arriving today.
0: I'm excited. who are you voting for? Because I know white people like to I am voting for, for Biden. Okay, bite it. And I
3: actually, believe it or not, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. on election day. So that's going to be wild.
0: Oh, you're going to get some work out there.
3: (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm going on tour. I'm going to Chicago, then D.C., then New York.
0: Wow, when are you going to be in New York?
3: I'm going to be in New York on the 5th through the 10th. Um, So in Chicago, 25th to the 1st, and then from Chicago to D.C. until the 5th, and then on the 5th to New York till the 10th.
0: Nice, let me book some karaoke right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, erotic karaoke, that's what I should call it. Actually, they were naming it, name that that poon on the show that I did the
0: other day. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty fucking funny. So how do yeah, you? Been they made the game for me. <laughs> how is it different, uh, quarantine in California compared to uh, in uh, Colorado?
3: Um, people, I think, are marginally better about masking here than in Colorado. Like when you go outside or like to a park, walking around, um, nobody wears masks outdoors. Um, you come here, mm-hmm. and I think it's compulsory, at least in LA County. Um, but everybody is wearing masks outside all the time um, and, I, and, and I've been to Vegas actually three times during quarantine and every time it's gotten progressively busier, like the first time I went that one week that I was shooting straight, I mean, I practically never left my room because I was either sleeping, shooting or ordering food, but right. there, it was like nothing was open. I mean, the, the, the casinos were, I mean, the slot machines were open. Uh, And they had like hand washing, hand sanitation stations everywhere. Um, And at the pool that we went to, they yelled at us if we didn't put our mask on over our face in between sips of a drink. (laughs) But um, I was there the other day and um, it was like normal amounts of people. It was wild. Really? Yeah. They were still wearing masks, but people were everywhere and a lot more stuff is open now. And uh, uh, like they, uh, they just don't worry about congregating too closely together. I mean, they were packing them into the elevators and everything.
0: And Nevada so, is one of those states that's peaking right now.
3: Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, and, and I'm a little nervous about Chicago, too, because I know they're peaking. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I get tested regularly for COVID, you know, it's part of the, the adult industry panel. And yeah. a lot of people won't even shoot with you if you haven't gotten a test within the last four days. I bet. Um, right. But we're going to get tested before and after we get off the plane um, to make sure we're good. Because we don't. We
0: never to thought, thought up. we would love enough. I never thought I would live long enough to see a virus top eight, Huh? That was the virus of my generation. That's
1: the oldest thing I've ever heard you say. AIDS <laughs> oh, no, was our virus. I remember yeah, the good old, old, AIDS AIDS days. Days. old AIDS days. Good old AIDS.
0: You're <laughs> my friends.
1: <laughs> I was just on a plane. I went to Austin for the weekend and like we were social distance everything's fine. People what? for the most part are like doing Um, people are like pretty responsible actually. And they're also like super hot and American down there. I was just like, all right guys, but (laughs) on the flight back, The lady, so they try to distance us on the plane, right? So like we'd all settle in, she'd be like, Oh, you can move here, you can move here. So I was I was there was a seat in between me and this other lady, and she (laughs) she had like really pleasant lady. She had a full mask and like scuba goggles on (laughs) the entire flight, just in case she gets that AIDS, that eye AIDS. (laughs) 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 AIDS of the cancer of the gonorrhea of the herpes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. I was
1: like, girl, you are doing it. It. I feel so safe that nothing on you can travel to me and that yeah. all of my germs will <laughs> bounce Karen, right off of you. But Karen, it sounds like you in like March. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I know. Oh, I was going out with gloves. I was going out <laughs> gloved. I don't wear glasses. I would wear, I would go out with my little blue light glasses. <laughs> that I pretend silk in. masks. It silk masks. I've seen people flying in hazmat suits actually.
0: Karen is wearing stuff that looks fashionable and they protect enough anything.
1: (laughs) I don't care. It's called looking cute and also not dying. <laughs> oh my god I would bring a change of gloves so that when I touch something and I left the store I could change my gloves I brought a bottle at the beginning this is the beginning of the pandemic <laughs> this is the back brace in me I brought a bottle of spray alcohol with me remember the beginning beginning when people are like what the fuck everybody's buying everything in the stores we didn't know what was going to happen lockdown's is we about, about to this? start we're going back and- to yeah, but we we really didn't know. So we thought, oh my god, everybody's gonna die. And I brought a bottle of spray alcohol with me to like sanitize everything, like my, my doorknobs, everything that I touched. And I went to the Dwayne Reed and was like spraying their shit down. And they were like, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Just leave everything sprayed. They're like, you're disgusting. <laughs> you're
0: such a Karen.
1: <laughs> I Karen immediately. <laughs>
3: so, do you carry a lot of Karen guilt too? Because I know I do. No. Fuck oh, no.
1: Oh, no I don't. First of all, my name is Karen, not Karen. It's Karen with an E. Yeah. completely is different. It's that Israeli
0: blunt. It's yeah.
1: Israeli shit. Jews were just holocausted. I am not, I'm not responsible for these Karen's. I'm not responsible for I did not enslave people yelling,
0: I'm Jewish these days. I
1: scream (laughs) it. I say Jews are not white. Calm down and grow up. My name is Karen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it means ray of light in Hebrew, but obviously in English, I it
0: means privileged. In English,
1: it means annoying, horrible cunt. Yeah, so I get it. (laughs) I get the confusion, but like, nah. No, in, San Francis- in San Francisco, they just passed
2: the Karen Act, but it's spelled with a C. Stop it. So there goes those Karens, too. <laughs>
1: What's the Karen act? What's the act? It's to
2: make calling 911, like, without Legal. a time illegal. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. They did-
3: I-, I thought they did
2: that here. I thought
0: it already was. Yeah. In Plain Milletain, it's like right. that chick in Central <laughs> Park who called the cops on the, do- the birdwatching black yes, dude. Yes, right. I they thought they did that. They put two-, two new charges against her last week. Did they? But they also did a new bill about calling 911 with false claims. Definitely racially false claims.
1: Right. <laughs> that lady fucked up so bad. Has she changed work, her name? Huh? Amy
0: bad. Cooper. Amy Cooper. I'm gonna keep that shit going because she's a yeah. cunt. She's anybody a who calls the cops or falsely accusing anybody or anything. is. A I just like you get cunt.
2: that hysterical. Like I can't I don't think and I can get angry. I can get like worked like with real things and I don't think I've ever gotten like that weirdly hysterical. Especially in like a non situation.
1: Not in a yeah, non
2: situation. Yeah, it. <laughs> like a while. Not when it's non. <laughs> I know, like in a real situation though, I still don't go like you know
1: like, like I would never. <laughs> I've only called the cops two times in my life and both times it was a genuine emergency and both times it was. I- once it was a white person. Once it wasn't. Yeah. Once it was on you. I'm and I apologize already, so I don't know why we're yeah. bringing it up. Um, <laughs> you're my dad. I thought I was under the,
0: the water in the bridge. So when it I was... came in through the window, <laughs> I told you I lost my key.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was this guy robbing the holiday market in Union Square like years ago. It must have been like five, six years ago at least. Right. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. You know when a genuine emergency is happening? What do you mean like, at
0: night? Like when it's closed? Is this
1: happening? No, it was during the day. This guy just like ran into the shop, was like grabbing all this shit, fucking the whole thing up and then peaced out of there and people were like freaking out. A bunch of big dudes ran up and like tackled him and I was looking okay. around. I couldn't see anybody calling. You know what? It's an emergency, but you're like, is it an emergency? Like calling mm-hmm. the police is such a big deal. Do I do it? Like, does this count? I never want to call. I, I never, never want to call. But I was hanging out with my roommate at the time. My roommate was such an insufferable cunt. And she was like, I'll do it for you if you're too scared. And I was like, no, fuck you, bitch. I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> was so I that the I was black like,
0: dude? What? Was that the black dude take the Christmas stuff?
1: I don't know if he was black. He wasn't he just he didn't look white to me, but I, I wasn't okay. like registering. I wasn't like this is for black people. I was like, you okay, know Okay, so how
0: many white people did you call the cops on, bitch? One,
1: <laughs> one It
0: sounds like a black dude and an almost black dude.
1: I ha- oh no 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 no. There was one person of indeterminate race, okay. It was winter, so I couldn't like all all the all the data wasn't coming through, right? there were like gloves and stuff on, so I don't know. Who was the white
0: person you called it on? A boyfriend, nigga.
1: (laughs) No, it was a friend going through a crisis, and I needed help.
0: Okay, it
1: was was weird and scary, and I like didn't want to do it, but I didn't have a choice because it was just it was out of my it was out of my league. (laughs) It was I got there and I was like, well,
0: (laughs) were they acting like they was going to harm themselves or harm others? Yep, both
1: know themselves. And I was like, I'm not, look, you might be fine or whatever, but you don't seem fine. And if you're not fine, and I just didn't want to make one phone call, that's like maybe mildly embarrassing. I will never, ever forgive yourself and forgive myself. And what do I tell your parents? Like, let's just get this out of the way and get, get this over with. So. And after it
0: happened, did the person thank you after the situation? I didn't ever talk to you again.
1: No, we're friends, but I think it was really traumatizing for them, and uh, understandably so. And I think that that trauma, the the like resentment from the trauma, kind of was directed at me a little bit for a while. I, I don't, I don't blame did them at all. Did the cops take all. them away?
0: Did the cops come and take them?
1: The the paramedics did, but but cops oh. come. Cops come when you say oh, it that was there, someone's having a
0: situation. Seven thirty.
1: It was a mental thing. So mental, I guess the mental. cops yeah, we that so that, in
0: the
1: Well, so you're not violent, which they were. started kicking cops and I was like, you I cannot do that.
0: He was starting kicking <laughs> cops, the person?
1: Yeah. And just like not like very scared. And like, it was, right. it, it was, you know, traumatizing for them, obviously. Look yeah. how
0: understanding you are for the white person you call the cops on. <laughs> he was scared and he was, <laughs> he was traumatized. Scared. Meanwhile- I'm the am sorry, sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Is <laughs> having a mental illness, committing a crime, Am I, no. am I being racist? But Hold on, I mean,
0: please, you tell, tell me. Who's to say the dude grabbing shit? That sounds pretty mentally disturbed, grabbing shit at the fucking the fucking I, market.
1: Be mentally disturbed as much as you want. I'm not calling the police on every mentally disturbed person. I'd be on the phone right. all fucking day. I called right. the police because it was a fucking crime. And the other case, my friend needed help urgently and I wasn't equipped to give it. So those are right. the two cases. You want to be mentally ill? Be my fucking guest. Call me yeah. up. I'll listen to your mentally ill psycho babble all fucking day long if you're my guest. And friend. you have, you not have, and I about. thank you for that. And I have and I will not call the police. You're welcome. And I and I well, welcome can, you. Can <laughs> I uh,
3: jump in and ask you like a serious question like oh, related yeah, to that? Like how do you feel about the idea of you know like reforming the way you know policing is done in this country I'm definitely so that born. essential services, you know like what? like mm-hmm. social services, mental health, all that goes through a separate provider who responds as opposed to the police well, some I police, uh, think, some I, police
0: think I do want to say just now in the so. news they just had uh, some pro- uh one city already agreed to send out mental health care people with right. their parole patrol officers yeah. when they called out on a mental case a mental uh, uh, mental right. health case so right. they already accompanying their patrol officers with these uh these uh, workers like these mental that's health what workers you have to I think do. That's a great idea you know and what? I think that's the right way to send money instead of just locking people up and fucking shooting them in the street. But and you know what else? You, you know
1: what absolutely freaks people out when they're in the middle of a mental health crisis is the fucking cops showing up. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is terrifying for a regular person. Definitely if you're person. black
0: on top of that, God. it's like we don't 100%. have help for mental health.
1: No, you don't. And you know what? It was one time like a cop knocked on my apartment door by accident and I opened it up and I freaked out. Like, and there was nothing wrong with me and I wasn't having it. I wasn't committing crimes or in trouble or whatever. It's like, it's very jarring to have a cop in your home or in your yeah. presence they're And also they're big. Like you, you see them outside when they're in your home. You're like, Oh, you're huge. You're huge. And you've got all this stuff on you. You're just a big person and you've got there's a lot of authority. Beauty. And then this, my friend who was not well, looks up and who can fucking blame her spaz the fuck out. I, I just absolutely don't blame her. It was so weird. There's a, there's also like a lot of departments. Well, not
2: a lot. Some departments have started doing training with uh like about mental illness and how to yep. just detect it because a lot of the times yeah. if somebody calls and you show up and they don't even know that they're mentally ill like that's what yeah. happened in New York.
0: Right yeah. in Albany
2: or whatever. Yeah. But the guy yeah. like you know like yeah. if you don't know like okay. his what's family going called on.
0: and his family called his family called the cops. His family called the cops they
2: came but they like didn't have all of the information. You know what I mean? It's the, and the guy like, that this- they
1: put that that spit mm-hmm. on him and then he yeah. suffocated.
0: Oh, like, that's a different. Yeah, that, that that's black people. That's a black family. Yes, yeah, they put a fucking hood on him.
1: Yeah, well, because he was
2: spitting and he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's all this stuff going on. He obviously had. A and, they in, and they put an on his neck too. But they didn't know right. how to handle it because they weren't
0: Trained. equipped. Like they didn't
2: have the resources to like. No, it took a, It took somebody else to be like, "Oh, that's like because, yeah, like he was having a fit, but, um." No, I totally think that just, like, restructuring it, though, and you can't, like, make the police the village for everything, you right. know? Like, I definitely think that things need to be,
1: like... Well, the police are supposed to deal with violence, and I understand, and that's a job that we need to do, because I sure shit don't want to do it. So somebody right. who wants the job is going to have to go out there and deal with the people who are violent. Like, when people are like, abolish the police, no, we need them. Some people are bad. Some people commit crime. Some people are dangerous, and sometimes you have to call the fucking cops. We need the cops, but... To, to send a yeah, person who's trained defund. to deal with violence.
0: Yeah, but, but it's they like. They don't need military equipment. It's that's like it, sure. No, you,
3: you literally are bringing a, a, a gun to a knife fight. If right,
2: right, right, right. A, a, a gun to emergency. a
0: person. A mental disturbed person's fight. Uh, just yeah, right. In your head fighting. You don't need a gun for that.
2: Sometimes they're bringing a gun to a birthday party.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like barbecue.
1: <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> or wherever you know. the gun goes with you. But no, it's all
0: training. I mean, we can send some of those funds that we do send to the police department and take some of those responsibilities off of them, like yeah. mental health situations, yeah. and send it that way instead of buying tanks yeah. to fucking deal with people and fucking well, military yeah. equipment. we and We and uh-huh. I so the,
2: the American police, the way that they started, you know, with the fraternal yeah, order, oh, police, all thing, that you shit, you know, like that it hasn't been that long. Right we right haven't there. had yeah. that much time to kind of revamp and adjust. To and it's time to do these... that.
0: It's been time to do that. I agree. Yeah,
3: I mean, it seems like every ten years there's talk about reforming the police and abolishing the police and changing something when when something big happens. But you know, the we point still of have the yet police has always change. been
2: authority. The yeah, is, the point and of police is always authority.
0: Always chasing. it was just slave catchers. All of them. They all came from slave catching shit, slave patrol, and that's what we bought our police out of.
1: Yeah.
0: We did. That's what police came from America. That's why we got to start from the beginning without policing. It's like we got to stop. Yeah. It ain't all law law enforcement. It, the shit came out of something racist. It's like yeah, we gotta right.
3: fucking. Yeah, the KKK around were such a big part of it.
0: Address all our fucking all our situations that we have going on. Right. All our
1: well, they have a specific function, and that's to deal with violence. So it's like, you know, you wouldn't eat soup with a hammer. Like, they're not good for everything. Right. You know, you need a nice little, you need a nice safe spoon for that. But that's like an
3: emergency number for social and mental health services. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, people sometimes may have to wait for social services now because it's harder to access them. And if there were like a number you can call like, hey, I don't have anything to feed my kids this week. You know, like somebody's in that kind of dire emergency. I know. You know. You know. During the pandemic, so many people found themselves without income, without food. I mean, food banks were obviously overloaded. And you know, if we had something in place, that would be
0: amazing. Yeah, that's why we need to start from the beginning. We need to start from the bottom and fucking really build the infrastructure that protects ourselves. It's like well, we're it's, not doing this for strangers; we're doing this for us.
2: Well, it's supposed to be protect and serve, right? And I even think Karen's point about it being about violence is an evolution because when it started, it wasn't about violence, right? Right. It just, like, wasn't. It was about maintaining law
0: and law and
2: order, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's about keeping the
3: slaves where they, yeah.
2: Right. So it's not, it's not, it's evolved to be, like, if you, like, because then they all had guns, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, so they can have guns, but
1: then everybody had guns. So then it was like that whole thing. But too. the idea of like, police have- has always been violence. Ever since day one, you don't have a police force. The whole idea of making a police force is, look, this is a special group of civilians. They're not like the no, rest the of the civilians. No, the police was literally no, kicking black state, people out after of town. Of that course. Town? But <laughs> that, yes, says we're agreeing. That is violence. From the inception, it's been about violence. And, but I'm saying that's the American police. Any police force in the entire world is the state saying, these are the only people authorized to use violence. You, the civilian, can't. Nobody else can't. We, the state, have a monopoly on violence, and we get to say who the recipient of violence is. Only us, not you. And that is perfect for abuse. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. perfect because it's not just the organization saying, we, as the police, can exercise violence on you. It's the fucking government, the big, big, scary government that you can't fight against saying, Fuck you, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, well,
0: you know, and that's been always... on black people's neck for the longest. It's like right. nobody's been through more of that fucking abuse than us in the yep. history of this country. It's like the police were designed to keep us down as black people. Well, they're so free. that's
2: why, but that's why, so then, that's why the Black Panthers brought the guns to the state capitol or whatever,
0: exactly.
2: right? And like then all of a sudden, like we had gun control for a second.
0: Yeah, because, because they yeah. Saw black people <laughs> <with> guns. <laughs> That's why I love the, the everybody's showing their guns now on Instagram, all the black militias with their guns out. Guns out, bitches, guns out. Yep. Cause we got legal guns too, bitch.
1: Yeah, so well, a lot of people have legal people. guns, unfortunately. That's the yeah. other thing. It's like, look, if this is, whose fault is it then that like, you know, if, if the civilians are armed to their teeth and we just let everybody have guns, it's not about black people, like white people are armed to the fucking teeth. You know, these yep. like doomsday preppers with an AK somewhere. Then they oh, these special guests of honor. Then. Right. <laughs> and we're shocked that the police have to show up like guns blazing. You know, like we did, we made the cycle unwinnable. You have some more guns on this side, and then the other side needs more guns, and the other one needs tanks, and the other one needs Because the same anti-tanks. people making money
0: off all these weapons. The yes. same white faces making all the money on all these weapons. Right. Same white well, people. I mean, the guns in this
3: country.
1: <laughs> Three white in- families. You're right. It is a culture, though. It's a gun culture. Yeah. American culture is gun culture. I don't think you'll yes. ever get rid of it.
0: Now you are. Yeah, oh, because it's sorry. written
1: into
3: our constitution. I mean, that's the yeah. problem is that we have a gun culture that's unique in the world. Yep. And, you know, you look at, look at other countries that after they've had mass shootings, they'll outlaw, you know, weapons of some sort, if not everything. Like New Zealand. You know, and, and right. we, we just make little, tiny moves every time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll stop a uh, real ban bump stops, but you can still get the guns. Meanwhile, New Zealand, Australia, they have one incident, and they end that shit.
2: Done. Yeah, and New, Ze- and New Zealand doesn't even have COVID anymore. You no, yeah, <laughs> they
3: have zero
2: cases. Let's give yeah. it up for the Kiwis. <laughs> fuck yeah,
0: fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. You know well, what they did to the, the native
1: <laughs> <laughs> You no, know they, they, what they to they in a Arkansas whole bunch
0: again. of The Rocks over there?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, they did. They didn't like The Rocks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, they, they were Aborigines anti-The Rocks. Like, they Aborigines got it just like fucking Australia.
1: Didn't they though?
0: It's like, yeah, they're doing good things now. I like the Prime Minister now in New Zealand who stopped all the automatic weapons, but we all, all, every country has their history of fucking this atrocious shit. Wait,
2: Mary, not to change the subject completely, But how do you find L.A. like speaking of cultures, because L.A. is like I lived there for a little while. It's very like smoothies and like everybody's like plastic and like perfect. And like, well,
3: I mean, I'm in Long Beach, so mm-hmm. it's a little different. I mean, it's not like I'm in Beverly Hills or something, right? Um, or Orange County, even. I mean, I every every little pocket of Southern California is different. Different, I mean, that's true. Yeah, Long Beach is much more diverse. There's, um, you know, a, a large uh, gay population, a large Asian population. Um, there's, you know, a lot more diversity in Long Beach than um in say Orange County, for example, um, which the is you know, obviously a much redder area. The yeah. orange
0: curtain, baby.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I I uh I mean I'm from Colorado, which isn't so vastly different in terms of the crunchiness Mm -hmm. um and all that good stuff but yeah there is more plastic but i haven't really been privy to a lot of it fortunately because you know i haven't been hanging around in in the slums of beverly hills
0: (laughs) (laughs) now do you see yourself staying out there even after what like next summer at this uh, next year at the same time will you still be in la
3: Um, I'm considering my options. I'm thinking either here or Las Vegas, because a lot of the BBW porn stuff is in Vegas. Um, and it's a cheaper cost of living and it's kind of central to all the places I go to regularly. Um, but I do, I love Long Beach. I might just stay here. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, I'm just kind of seeing what opportunities come my way and, you know, while I am so used to having a life where I can look down the line and predict where I'm gonna be in a month, a week, a year, a decade, you know, I don't have that anymore. Um, But you know, I gave that up, that sense of security um, to have this adventure that I'm having now.
0: I respect that. Now, when you shoot in Vegas or Nevada, do you shoot in Vegas or you like uh, surrounding the suburbs like uh, Henderson or North Henderson or something like that?
3: Um, it's mostly in, um, hotel rooms, um, like off, like on the strip, um, because like you want to pick a hotel room that looks nice on camera. So, you know, you want to rent somewhere that's not cheap. You're not going to the, to the fleabag motel. Um, you know, I, I shot a couple of scenes in someone's apartment, um, you know, and that's, that's pretty much it of it. most of the scenes i did were in my hotel room honestly oh, okay i know yeah,
0: some guys they rent houses out in henderson
3: yeah it depends if you have enough people to make it feasible um like if you're gonna you know rent a house you're gonna want to have several um talent and you're gonna want to have you know multiple camera people you're gonna need um you know to to make it financially make sense to rent a whole house okay. for a shoot Um, But, you know, I've been to like professional porn sets too. Um, Like I shot for this company called Jeff's Models and they have a a set that's like in an industrial building, but you go inside and they've got like, here's a living room, here's a bar, here's a kitchen, here's the, you know, the really fancy bed area. And then there's like a, like a massage room and stuff like that. Like it's really decked out. Um, And it, it was really cool seeing that. Um, but i mean for modeling shoots i've been to professional studios too like i did one the other day in downtown la that was like super cool like blue and gold it looked like something off of like you know a, an outcast album honestly <laughs> it was pretty cool
0: <laughs> sweet yes. so so what kind of precautions do they take on set as far as like covid is concerned do you have to get tested right away do you have sanitizer as people sanitizing yes. penises.
3: So um so for talent um like I mentioned before we get tested every 2 weeks When we're actively shooting for the full panel, and that includes COVID. um, But a lot of um, companies and people um, will only shoot with or for somebody who's been tested for COVID within the last four days. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the crew wears masks um, while on set, but they also get tested for COVID too within that same window. So everybody's tested, you know, there's masking going on. The only people who don't have masks on are the talent, you know, when they're actively shooting. Like I've gotten my makeup done and then had to walk around with a mask on and like, like, oh crap, like, you know, what's going to (laughs) happen to my lips (laughs) and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's a precaution you've got to take in order to um, feel safe and be safe and not spread the virus. I mean, Everything is so different. This world is so unprecedented in our modern time. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. And, and honestly, I think a lot of people are losing interest in being safe and things are opening up, not because things have gotten better, but uh, people because people busted, have yeah. cabin fever. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. cabin
0: fever like a motherfucker. I mean, there mm-hmm. a lot of people going through that right now. I mean, since this is race wars, how many bisexual scenes have you shot in that busy week? God damn it. <laughs> you taste.
3: let me think how many <laughs> girls i've shot with i have to go through my head real quick
0: girls and blacks black people
3: oh black people um yes. <laughs> um i mean it's it's, <laughs> a, it's pretty common for male talent in the bbw community to be black guys black. yeah yes um, a lot of white guys do not shoot with BBWs. Um,
0: they can't reach reason. what we can reach, baby. They can't reach through what we can reach through. <laughs> <laughs> I'd show you my my ample butt,
3: but I mean, I'm sure that you you can tell me whether you you think you could uh, could penetrate through all my 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 loveliness. Oh,
0: I'll get right through it, like Grant through Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, yeah, a lot of uh, I do notice that a lot of black uh, actors, porn actors, work the BBW stuff because they just do. Yeah. It's just uh, it still So you did. So you have shot with black guys.
3: Yeah, most of the boy girl Except scenes black. I've done have been with black guys. I have done yeah. some with white guys and um, like, you know, a Brazilian guy. Um, that's actually the one who's uh, dick I blew on the radio. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> the Brazilian guy. <laughs> I'm Brazilian. So have yes. your husband was a white dude? Yes. Okay, so when was the last black dude before you started doing it professionally?
3: Um, let me see. I've dated a couple of black guys, um, but is the year last year guy I had two. sex with before, my husband was a white dude.
0: Guy I, I mean
3: I'll, I'll fuck all races all genders you know it doesn't matter to me like if you're hot you're hot honestly
0: <laughs> <laughs> you t-shirts that say that. it's a long t-shirt but yeah get all that
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just boil it down to if you're hot you're hot you know yeah. that'd be perfect
1: what about your merch do you sell stuff um I
3: don't yet um that's part of the master plan eventually like I I have my domain curvymary.com which currently redirects to my only fans page but um I want to put up my own site eventually possibly some sort of subscription model but I also was thinking about including like a blog on it you know where I can talk about various things that interest me like um you know body positivity um uh sexism Feminism, um, you know, politics, that kind of thing, and you definitely should.
0: You're a good yeah. yapper, Mary. A lot of girls ain't good yappers. You good with the jib jab?
3: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like actually, I uh, I'm even interested into going into broadcasting at some point. You know, like I'm. It's just the the world is my oyster right now. Honestly, you should and bring the, really
2: naked
0: the naked yeah. news back. Naked news. I love the naked news.
3: Well, you're on. Oh, your I the like naked news. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How many fans do you have on your OnlyFans so far? Oh,
3: on my OnlyFans, I mean, I have a lot of, like, self-shot, like, you know, solo videos on there. Like, that's how I started was just, like, putting my phone on a tripod and facing it toward my bed and playing with myself um, <laughs> and <laughs> filming that. Um, I have a lot of those videos, and um, I uh, – yeah, I don't, I don't have a count. I think last I looked at my OnlyFans, I had, like, 30-something videos on
1: there. Mm-hmm. How what, many, what, how many subscribers do you have? Like, how many people are following you?
3: Oh, shoot. Um, it varies by day. Um, I mean, like, if I put out, like, a sale on my Twitter, like, I'll get maybe 50 new people in a day or something like oh, that. That's a lot, Mary. Yeah, your, but...
2: um, what, what's your take on the Bella Thorne stuff?
3: Um... Basically, like, I, I mean, I, Did it I i know that there's a lot of sex workers who feel that, you know, she's an actress, you know, stay in your lane kind of stuff. But um, as someone who's new to the industry, I feel like, you know, if, if somebody wants to come in and do something a little different, if they want to dabble in sex work, you know, as long as you're genuine about it and you're not just standing in front of the camera in laundry like, hey, well, for an hour. Like, but
2: didn't,
0: didn't she,
3: like, mess up people's dollars doing that? But,
2: <laughs> but didn't she, like, mess up people's money or something? She, or was she that...
0: didn't share nudes. She didn't have nudes on yeah, her. so, like, she they had to refund money. a bunch
2: or something, and then they started making, like, where you can't get tipped above, like, a certain amount. I heard that... She made
0: the, $2 million in one day, right? Wasn't it yeah. a, a crazy amount she made in a day? Yeah, That's something way.
3: like that. I mean, I... I I, I just kind of look at it and I shrug my shoulders and it's just like, you know, like so it as long as you're going to actually do it for real go ahead and do it but if you're gonna just like look cute and like take a a silly photo or stand in front of the camera doing nothing for an hour like i don't think you necessarily should be doing it because it
0: just i tell you this right now if bella Thorne would have came out with a goddamn comedy special i would have been angry as fuck (laughs) but what if she was naked doing
3: stand-up comedy huh what if she was naked doing stand-up comedy?
0: Well, then that's a different thing. Then we can now talk. Now she's just, <laughs> <laughs> now Fine, she's just biting ho- off Tracy. <laughs>
1: yeah, right.
0: Now she's just biting off a Tracy Morgan. <laughs> 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 Either way, it's been done before. Get out of here, Bella Vaughn. Get out oh, of here, But she made Bella. a lot of money, though. She made a lot of money in a couple days.
1: Yeah, but that story went away completely. Like, you don't hear about that at all anymore. I wonder what she did Because did with they that.
0: change how you get paid? They changed how you can get paid on there. Yeah, but I think no, they I gave back something, though. Because at one point, the girls wasn't making no money after that happened. And right. now I think they gave back something. That's why the story died down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate, do you know anything about that?
2: That's what I'm saying. I, the, only, the last I heard was that now you could not ca- You could only cash out once a month instead of like whenever you wanted. And that you could only receive, there was a cap on tips. And there was a cap on how much you could charge. On OnlyFans?
3: Yeah. No, um, I just, every time I I see it hits my minimum to cash out, I cash out. Like, I check it every day and see if I can cash out. Um, And... You know it's safer to do that i think mm-hmm. um especially when, you know when they were having the trouble with the irs or something that's when i started cashing out every chance i could because i didn't want to lose any money right but um as far as i know you can cash out all you want as long as you hit your minimum
0: and is everybody minimum different or how's the minimum work
3: um i think the minimum is 20 dollars. And oh, you can okay. do manual cash-outs. You can do scheduled cash-outs that are, like, weekly or monthly. But, yeah, I don't think there's any limit to how many you can do and how often. Interesting.
0: Yeah, maybe that's why the story died down, because they gave back everything they threatened to take away.
3: Could be. I mean, I I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to that story, because, like I said, <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's another actress, you know, going on OnlyFans, and it's like, eh. Maybe when show me it somebody who actually does something and I'll watch it.
0: <laughs> when they said $2 million in a day, I said, uh, where this bitch live?"
3: <laughs> no, I want to know which charity is she donating it to?
0: Herself? I think everybody asked
3: for refunds.
0: <laughs> What's well, that? She
1: didn't get
0: the nude. Oh, yeah, because she didn't show nudes, so a lot no. of customers were upset and wanted their money back.
1: I guess. But you know what? That's the new thing, is not showing nudes. Like, didn't... Who was it, Beyonce or Rihanna, or someone yeah. who started an OnlyFans to show like a yeah. behind the scenes? No, it was Cardi. Cardi B. It did was Cardi B, yeah. And OnlyFans to show behind the scenes of, of her music video. And she was like, no nudes at all. This is like premium content for the music video. It's not pussy right. content.
2: My, right. my favorite part of the Bella Thorne story was how she was like, oh no, I did it because I was researching a role for a movie that oh, I'm God. shooting with, insert director's name here. And he was like, there's no such movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know how, how OnlyFans started not like with a sex work emphasis. It started right. as like people want to sell subscriptions to like, you know, their little music videos or their mm-hmm. art or something like that. You know, it was for creators who do things outside of sex work and then it just kind of became a sex work place. Of course, everything, you know, like, that happened technology, to Patreon?
0: everything that's technology driven, sex is going to be the top thing on it. I don't care what it is. Definitely. Any social media? Any online the sex number one, is what thing. Is it. yeah. My retirement was like, Look at the internet. <laughs> It's like sure I can find a roofer on here, but first I want
2: to
0: the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm see titties first.
3: <laughs> well, maybe maybe if I need a roofer, I need to see uh, if the roofer's cute first. I mean, one million there percent. Then you go
0: already writing yeah. a script for some porn movie.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: exactly. I'm always thinking the porn ideas. I I'm um, keeping a list of what I want to shoot eventually. From I've
0: got the roof. Themes. To the
3: two <laughs> Sorry. From the
0: roofer to the tutor. From the roofer to the tutor. Right.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I'll do one with a window installer that's all anal called rear window or something like that. Uh, <laughs> what about
0: the what about the things they use to clean the windows on the outside of the fucking skyscrapers? Fuck on there. Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: pretty risky. But how how are we gonna have a someone with a camera and the light?
0: have a camera all... at the end of the thing, and y'all fuck on the other end. Okay all puts against the glass and have people in the offices trying to do work and looking out there like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, um, like I almost shot a
3: scene um where I was going to be like pressed up against like the window in, in the hotel in Vegas like you know like high like 20 somethingth floor solid glass window um but like we I don't remember why we didn't end up doing it but I was going to do that and you know there's your little element of danger right there I oh, like oh it was the the lighting. The reflection didn't work. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. How did they shoot out? They shooting outside from the window, like they had a drone or something. I was like to see some drone porn. <laughs> 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 I don't
3: think I don't think many people who shoot porn for a living have a uh, pilot's license to operate a drone.
0: You <laughs> can get some drones in there. As, 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 I think the porn industry and the nerds who run drone, drones, nerds watch porn. <laughs>
3: Nerds yes well awesome. there's a lot of nerds in porn like you know i i've uh shot with yeah. a, a guy whose name is dorky Darien and his whole shtick is that he's you know this nerdy dorky geeky guy and we did a scene yeah. together where we um wore cute onesies like i wore my narwhal onesie and he wore his spider-man <laughs> Man onesie
0: i know what ain't geeky though that dick ain't geeky god it <laughs> 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 that dick is a bully <laughs> <laughs> His own dick stuffed him into a locker in school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what do you, so when you get sick of porn, if you ever get sick of porn, do you think you'll direct? Do you think you'll like start your own company? What do you think you'll do?
3: Um, well, it's I'm always looking now. for it's early, an yeah. end game, you know, mm-hmm. and Um, I was thinking about maybe doing something with investment property because my background in the vanilla world is in that, Um, you know, but at this point, you know, it's like I'm looking for opportunities where it seems like there's a void that needs to be filled. I mean, I mean, it is porn. There's there's holes to be filled, but
1: um, <laughs>
3: like I yeah, like I I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do. Like I was thinking, maybe it'd be cool to have some sort of management company for mm-hmm. just BBW girls because a lot of agents won't even talk to big girls. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, like, because we get paid less, first of all, therefore, if they take one of us on, they make less money than a, than right. a mainstream girl. Um, and also, I think there's an element of snobbery in there, honestly, I mean, it's, there's a lot of people who, you know, have a problem with big girls, you know, and... And, and also,
0: a BBW is a multi-million-dollar industry, though it's it is, a and it's trendy money.
3: right now. Even like it's rising in popularity. Like I came in at a good time for the BBW industry, um, yeah. but there's there's still a lot to go. Like um, my my friend. Um, and mentor who I live with Kendra Lee Ryan she got nominated for um, a, an award this year um, it was a virtual award show though um, where it was for best inked clipped artist I believe was it what it was called and right. that's a mainstream category it's not a BBW category so that was a big deal for her
0: oh that's awesome yeah they're taking over the industry goddammit.
3: it yeah I mean we have something called the BBW awards but you know it's it's I don't know. We'll see how how long it lasts, but, um, you know, what what I really want to see is, like, more BBW inclusion in the, you know, the AVN and XBiz awards.
0: Do the the AVN have a BBW award now, or?
3: Yeah, I think they do. Um, I think they have just a couple of categories. I mean, I haven't been to an AVN show um, because I haven't been in the industry long enough, and I was hoping to go this year, but obviously COVID happened. Um, So that – is not feasible and it wouldn't be a wise to go anyway but um i mean my my goal is to someday like do something mainstream you know like i i want it to not be a big deal to be a big girl um and be in porn um i have been seeing some of the um the the more famous bbw girls doing stuff for the, the bigger pay sites like browsers, for example, and that would be awesome. Um, yeah. but, but right now, I mean, we mostly we're, you know, in our, our little, uh, our little niche and we have our own sites and, um, you know, people go there to see that, but you know, there's a lot of people out there who like a variety of body types mm-hmm. and inclusivity is something that I feel, um, is coming and it's, you know, it's kind of, late honestly like right. i feel like we should be further along by now
0: yeah yeah that's how black people feel baby join the fight well if <laughs> yeah. it, it makes
2: you feel better they don't want 511 skinny white models anymore so
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well actually um on the topic of uh of porn and inclusion i mean there's definitely a lot of racism inherent in porn too oh yeah um and and it's like it's a it's a fight you know to to have Search terms that people use regularly because you have to basically reprogram people to change the way they search for porn. Like instead yeah. of typing in some sort of insensitive term, they look yeah. for something better. But I mean, you you, you go yeah. through the the keywords and they're just a bunch of garbage, honestly. Mm.
0: Yeah, we talked about that uh, on a couple episodes of uh, Race Wars. So a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a couple on that's trying to put out, you know, more, you know, positive porn. What's their names again, Karen? Oh, I saw,
3: I saw, I didn't, I didn't hear the whole episode, but it was King Noir, right? King Noir, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I've spoken with him
1: before. Yeah, they were gorgeous, first of all, and they were so, like, on their purpose of bringing this, like, the the thing was cool, because it wasn't just, like, porn, it wasn't just inclusive porn, it was, like, inclusive People of color kinky porn. Like, it was all the best hits (laughs) all in one place. (laughs) And they're really hot. So it's like, if you want something to like pioneer or be better or whatever, it's like you are, you know, expanding this BBW genre and like bringing it to the mainstream, but like you're pretty, you're hot. Like, it really helps to have a hot ambassador of something (laughs) to make people like it. Like, you're like, look, if you, whatever you thought about BBWs is fine, but like this face.
0: But like, yeah. I, really <laughs> I didn't get to Parkinson's. I didn't get to Parkinson's that I saw a sexy ass Michael J. Fox. Right. And then you're like,
1: yes, get you me that
3: Parkinson's porn.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I'm willing to be the naked ambassador for for big girls. So, you're doing you are I'm down. That. I, I ran out of fucks to give five years ago when I turned 30. So, um, I'm ready to put myself out there for, you know, whatever I need to do. I mean, I couldn't have done porn when I was in my twenties. I was too self-conscious, right. Um, right. but you know, now that I'm in my thirties, like I have the, you know, the confidence to do a lot of things that I never thought I would have done 100%. before. So, okay. ain't it, great, ain't it yeah. great
0: when you fucking start believing in yourself and you go, Isn't Oh, shit, though? I was Isn't this it? the whole time. Let me fucking take advantage of what and who I am so and show right. these fuckers that I love who I am.
1: You're so right. Yeah. these are such a gift. Such a gift. And do you feel like this is like a COVID, <sighs> like, you know, how a lot of people are just kind of finding their way in COVID because shit hit the fan and the people COVID had to make miracle. some choices? Is this a COVID miracle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh God bless us all everyone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you feel like but, you're more um, kind of like kind of directed more cuz it's a pandemic and you know, shit. Let me fucking figure out what I want to do. I want to do porn.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like, you know, COVID did give me an opportunity that I would have never otherwise seen. Um right. Because I, I had my mind closed to the possibility. Cause like I said, I didn't think it was feasible right. for all sorts of reasons. And a lot of them were based in shame around my body and um, societal standards and parental expectations. And, you know, like just like slut shaming and people having an issue with pornography, like the, just the existence of it, you know? And it's like, it it is incredibly hard to like do something that people don't expect you to do. But at the same time, like, I feel as if the revelation that, you know, I have worth, I have value, I am attractive, you know, people want to fuck me. Like, that came late in life, but it was revolutionary for me. And, and, and self-love is something that's so important and so lacking in so many people. And, and if we just, you know, collectively all were, you know, a little bit more understanding of each other, you know, more people could see their own value and be happier.
0: Oh, yes. What's a day? What's a day when the tables don't turn? What's a day when the tables don't turn? What's a day? day? (laughs) Now, where can people find you and find your work and find your material in LA? All
3: right. So the plug is curvymary.com. Directs to my OnlyFans currently, but eventually it'll be a whole big website. And um, my Twitter and my Instagram are at curvymary eight. Um, so I, you know, you can just Google cur- Curvy Mary. I mean, I picked my name because I wanted something that was easy to remember and easy to type when you've got one hand
0: available. So, <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Kate, plug. You want to do some plugy plugs?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm Kate, and my Instagram <laughs> is at Scotch the Cat, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's COVID right now. I don't really have that much shit going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen,
3: girl. Make it happen. <laughs> I'm only fans, goddammit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll give you tips. <laughs> um,
1: my Instagram, as you guys know, is Karen Margolis, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-A-S. It's Twitter also, but let's just not. <laughs> and don't forget to like us and rate us and subscribe to us on iTunes and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Check out the video um, on YouTube so you can see everybody's gorgeous face. Curvy Mary is hot as shit. Kate's really pretty and I'm here too. <laughs> and also check out my newest project Two Black Eyes With a Credit. If you are having credit things you want resolved, I did it and it was a massive success and I love that show so let me know what you think. And as always, Nerdgasm on, Comp- on Compound Media. Um, tell them you love it.
0: Excellent. What a great show, guys. What a fun Fun show. Make sure that you catch us at uh, Patreon.com slash Race Wars and catch Small Ball, my sports comedy podcast uh, on Apple Music and Spotify through Embassy Row. And yeah, the Barstool. Barstool's up now. Check out that Barstool episode on the KFC. KFC Radio, baby. We had a good time, me and Kev. Just kicking it. Just two boys kicking it. So you <laughs> check that out on the Barstool Sports Barstool KFC Radio. And uh, yeah. What a fun, fun! What a fun! I mean, I hate Zoom shows. A lot of shows. I can actually, you know, know, grab people and grab a titty if I needed to. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> this was fun too. I guess.
1: Uh, this was Y'all great. Yeah, you guys were awesome. Kate, Curvy Mary, you guys are smoking hot, and this was a really fun show. Thank you.
0: Fun show, man. Thank Race you. Was oh, yeah. the Make sure you vote. Keep voting and keep watching porn. Goddamn it, America.
1: Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you.